Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. For the next couple weeks, we're going to be doing a, a series kind of wrapping up 2021 and, and going over some of the highlights. So today I'm here with Chris Slemp, Pennsylvania County's Public Safety Director. Chris, thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Thank you for asking me. So I think, you know, just kind of want to open this up to talk about, you know, what's what's happened in the last, you know, 11, 11, 12 months during 2021 involving fire and rescue and public safety. So, I mean, to start really just want to open that up to you and let you kind of give me a high level overview of, of what's been going on in the last year. Well, it's 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 been a big year for us. A lot of changes have occurred, positive changes. Over the last 12 months, we had a ability to use a lot of the CARES money mm-hmm. that came in uh, due to COVID. Uh, buy uh, improved equipment mm-hmm. for volunteers and staff. We bought new apparatus, made mm-hmm. some uh, really uh, good changes, really positive changes, updated a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, our response rates among our volunteers have really improved. The majority of our agencies are answering over 85% of their call volume. Mm-hmm. Our EMS calls have, have shot up. Right. Uh, seven, eight months, we've noticed a real uptake in EMS calls. Mm-hmm. You know, our volunteers are still able to cover a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so is our staff, obviously. Uh, another thing people don't realize that I think that's paid off this year is uh, we started, uh, with your help, doing some of the recruitment and retention mm-hmm. for volunteers. You know, as a whole, across the country, volunteerism is way down. Right. Uh, and not only in fire and rescue, in, in all facets of right. volunteerism. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, a lot of uh, national organizations, fire organizations, have started doing some PR mm-hmm. regarding that uh, because uh, the majority of the country still has volunteer fire departments. Right. We're, we're not unique there. Mm-hmm. But uh, this year you started, helped us start uh, the uh, campaign where you can go online and fill out an interest card mm-hmm. and say, I'm interested in volunteering for a station. And we've been sending those to the volunteers, and I think that's been paying off. They've yeah, been recruiting I think I looked people. the other day, and there was it was over 40 people had filled that out yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. So we, we've had a lot of interest in that, and, and we're getting some folks uh, into the stations. You know, on top of that, we've noticed that when we are offering classes, uh, they're filling up. You know, my hat's off to them. Our volunteers are can still the backbone of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and you mentioned the the response rates going up. I know, I think on average it was about fourteen percent. Roughly, yes, yeah. And and one of the other things we noticed too is our response times are out the door time time mm-hmm. from a call mm-hmm. received to the time a truck gets on the road. Right. That's actually come down some more, mm-hmm. and that is where we're really trying to improve is mm-hmm. getting that truck out the door faster. You know, I've I've talked to different stations over the last several months about you know how they went about improving their response rates or, or maintaining strong response rates, and a lot of them have have said they've you know had to revert to paying volunteers. Yeah, a, a majority of our agencies give some kind of stipend. Some of the agencies have actually hired their own staff, and you know they pay for that out of EMS billing and donations. But they literally have paid employees uh, and volunteers. But uh, the majority of them also give the volunteers some kind of stipend. a call for EMS in particular because our EMS calls. Yeah, no, and I feel like, I mean, even since I've been here, I've sort of seen more and more agencies revert to that, even in the last year, that that's been more and more of them have been going that route. They've had to, especially for EMS, Mm because EMS is just, you know, it's not unusual for Gretna, as an example, to run five, six EMS calls a day. Mm -hmm. During from uh, the first four or five months of uh, this physical year, July through October. 
we were seeing well over 100 more calls a month than we did the previous year. Wow. Mm-hmm. If it continued, we're on track to run at least 1,000 calls more uh, in this physical year than we did the prior physical wow. year. Wow. And, and so I know we also, this year, you know, with the help of the Fire and Rescue Commission, you mentioned them, you Im- implemented a new uh, funding structure. So talk to me a little bit about that and how that works. We did uh, several things this year with the commission. Uh, uh, we approved the new funding structure that's based on a base pay for every agency, mm-hmm. then pay that's based on call volume. Mm-hmm. And we have agencies that run 1,000 calls a year. Their expenses are higher than an agency that runs 200 calls a year. Right. So uh, it's, it's a little more based on uh, the call volume now than it mm-hmm. was in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think that's a probably a little more fair of a way to do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we're going to continue to uh, you know, try to improve and increase the funding to the agencies. Right. We also, with the commission, this past year created a capital improvement funding rotation that is now pretty much... Uh, a little more evenly distributed. Uh, so for that, capital. that essentially, it's a who list of who a, needs who, a yeah, fire truck win. Who right? will we, yeah, they, they can look at that and see when they're next on the list. Mm-hmm. And then we came up with a different way to fund ambulances that's based on a point system. Right. And and just for, for everyone's information, you know, Pennsylvania County provides, I think it's, you know, a little over 1.1 million that's for operating funds for these agencies that's then distributed between them. Um, and then there's some set aside for capital capital purchases like ambulances, which go to, you know, to one or two agencies every year. Is that right. that's pretty much the best way? Yeah, to apparatus. That, right? mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the things that, uh, I think the county, the county administrator and, and the board is committed to is to try to improve the funding on capital because uh, I, I don't think people realize now the cost. You know, an ambulance is $230,000, minimum. Right. Fire truck, if you can get out the door on a fire truck under half a million dollars, you're lucky. We're, we're funding about a third of uh, an ambulance cost and about a fourth of a fire truck yeah, cost. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard Mr. Warren say it over and over. I mean, we, we shouldn't be asking them to have stew fundraisers to raise money for, for that kind of need. Absolutely. And, you know, that's you, you mentioned the CARES Act money earlier. That's that's why that was such a big deal because I, it was four four different departments got ambulances uh we 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 per yes basically yes they got Mm -hmm. four we we purchased a total of five ambulances Mm -hmm. and one was for staff Mm -hmm. but four went to the volunteer agencies right i I don't think the increase was as much from this into this current budget as it had been in the previous ones but you know the board is continuing to raise and support for for fire and rescue and and fully believes in and continuing to do that oh absolutely they the board has been nothing but good to public safety overall they've realized the need uh, they've realized the importance of public safety and i think they've been very good to us and and obviously a lot of these monies haven't actually been spent yet but in the last couple of months the board has allocated some of the arpa funds from the american rescue plan for you know volunteer stipends for a million dollars or a little over a million dollars just for for each of the stations to have access to, obviously those those haven't been. They have not. Uh, the board's put that on uh, just how we're going to distribute it. Right. That's mm-hmm. on hold. The money's still there. That's committed. Uh, each of the agencies are going to be eligible volunteer agencies to receive about $43,000 okay. for various projects. Mm-hmm. In, in I think it was in July of 2020 that, you know, the public safety EMS staff first, first kicked off. So that's 2021 first full calendar year they've been running calls helping out we have the three three ambulances in in hurt chatham and mount herman and then a quick response vehicle to essentially be the first one on the scene in the 640 area so tell me how that's been and, and what you're seeing there it's worked out well 
We've integrated into the volunteer system very well there. The staff mm-hmm. answers roughly 20% of the call EMS call volume in the county, okay. and they still do uh, back up several of the agencies when they need advanced life support assistance mm-hmm. as well. The quick response vehicle we have at 640, the what response I've gotten back from the community out there is they really like having that out there. It's, mm-hmm. uh, that has paid off. We're seeing that making a difference. Mm-hmm. They really do get there ahead of an ambulance most of the time mm-hmm. because it's just such a drive out that way. Right. No, and that one specifically, I mean, that was that was basically funded through the agency. The rescue squad had to close because they didn't have enough volunteers, Correct. and they helped fund fund that correct that is correct yeah for for the first couple of years it's funded out of that so yeah so and, and then also the other thing we did with cares money then as far as staff goes we opened our new ems station mm-hmm. in hurt uh we moved in there this month we were running downtown hurt kind of near the fire station and this is out near the 29 corridor where right. we have it now mm-hmm. and because i mean before there was the the staff were essentially in a house next to the fire station that's correct right? mm-hmm. yeah and and you know our relationship with the fire department there has been just fantastic mm-hmm. and we have a great relationship our staff has a good relationship with the fire department that's the only ems up on that end of the county the next closest is gretna mm-hmm. and uh so uh, in gretna and our staff up there work very well together they help cover for each other mm-hmm. when they need to so they they've built some really good relationships on that end of the county right and i mean moving forward do you anticipate that i mean obviously you know money is always a factor and finding the funds but i mean do you anticipate with pittsylvania county being as large as it is that we'll end up having additional uh, ems staff posted in different places throughout the county yeah we've had that request already from one of the fire chiefs Mm -hmm. to uh put some staffing in the southeastern portion of the county Mm -hmm. They have a lot of call volume, right? Mm-hmm. And they've asked for some help, so we're going to be looking at that in the next budget year mm-hmm. of how best we can serve that area. Right? No, that makes sense. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, public safety isn't just isn't just EMS and, and fire. That's so right. you got the you know the dispatch center and animal control and things like that. So I mean, what 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 else has been up in public safety this year? You know, this year has been a lot of changes. Well, we had some changes in our nine one one center with some retirements, and mm-hmm. we made uh, Ronnie Fowler, uh, who. Is a long, long time employee mm-hmm. of uh, our 911 center and uh, can tell you every road in the county. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing in his knowledge of the county. But uh, we made him the manager of the 911 center mm-hmm. and uh, we promoted Glenna up to the number two person in the 911 center. Mm-hmm. Those two together have, uh, man, they've really done some great changes over there. Not some things just morale wise mm-hmm. and improve the morale there, but they also. Uh, went back and one of the projects we were trying to do for the past couple of years was get the dispatch grids uh, changed up and improved. And they worked with our GIS department and did mm-hmm. that. That has been a tremendous improvement to Meaning, do those things. You mean the grids of where each agency is supposed to respond to? Okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah. And, and, and before, and, and, and our grids were so big, they were fine for the first two company, for the, you know, the primary company. Right. But it wasn't good for when you went to Especially with fire, because we send initially four fire departments mm-hmm. to every structure fire. They were they were big, and they it was difficult to adequately have the right third and fourth due companies coming to a fire. Mm-hmm. Now they're smaller, uh, you know. They, they've changed a lot of that, and it, it just made a lot of sense what we did there. Mm-hmm. So uh, real impressed with what they've done over there. Mm-hmm. We are working toward accreditation of our nine one one center, mm-hmm. and uh, you know our sheriff's office is accredited. And uh, we really want to get our 911 center credit. So mm-hmm. we're close. We're not far from mm-hmm. being able to do that. You know, we're we're in the process of that. Plus, we we just uh, recently this year we also uh, 
through CARES money, we worked with Anvil Life Saving Crew and mm-hmm. added a, yet another tower site in the city of Danville. And Danville Life Saving Crew is now working off our system. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives us better communication with them, but right. uh, also gives us more uh, better uh, communication on the south end of the county and around the city mm-hmm. as well. So that was another big plus for us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, our 911 center, a lot of people forget, and unfortunately, and I, and I will preach this till the day I die, <laughs> you know, our 911 dispatchers don't come under the same classification as a firefighter, EMT, a deputy, a state trooper, under that public safety classification. And that's one of the things I'm going to keep arguing that they should be right. because everything that happens in our public safety system starts in that 911 center. Mm-hmm. And the stress that go, the stress of working down there is can be really tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been down there. You've mm-hmm. seen it. Um, you know, it, it's just amazing what our folks do. Right. I will continue to fight to somehow get them – the right classification it helps with their retirement and their benefits mm-hmm. and, you know there's a lot of burnout among dispatchers there's a lot of uh mental anguish among those folks after being down there 30 35 years so uh you know our folks do a great job uh, and uh we could not function without them mm-hmm. yeah no that makes sense that yeah they're they literally are the first responders they so are that makes sense that, that they would be absolutely it. are so, classified as that yeah. and our board I, I you know our board has recognized that mm-hmm. and they've jumped on that bandwagon with us too and i appreciate that also yeah no, absolutely well i mean that's all the, the questions i have and topics was was hoping to cover i mean i, th- I think clearly <laughs> you guys in, in public safety and fire and rescue have had a, a busy year lots of changes lots of improvements um but i mean is there anything else that, that you want to add or uh, think people yeah should know? Uh, you know there's a couple other facets of our of the our department division and mm-hmm. emergency management this year we had a couple of improvements too that uh uh, I'm, I'm glad we uh, we switched up our public notification system and mm-hmm. went to the code red, and uh, we're we're still learning what else we can do with that system because mm-hmm. we think there's more we can get out of that. We've also had the opportunity to apply for grants this year, mitigation grants, and mm-hmm. we've applied for some more grants for uh, generators at uh, fire stations and uh, administration, county administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just finished that grant up not too long ago, and. Uh, uh, sent that to FEMA, mm-hmm. so uh, we're going to have an opportunity, I think, for uh, to improve county services, right. uh, and then uh, animal control. We had some retirements with animal control last year, and we added some new folks and uh, rearranged some things, and mm-hmm. we have got uh, some great officers in animal control. Our relationship with the pet center continues to improve, uh, but uh, I could not be happier uh, than uh, the folks we've got working in animal control right now. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Well, Chris, thanks for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.